Welcome to Lambs to Lions. You're listening to the weekly podcast with Pastor Matt Funk. Yeah, uh, just a big shout out to Pastor Matt who prepared all the notes. So that'll help me a lot here. Um, But I don't think we started with prayer. So I'm just going to open us up in prayer and then we'll uh, get started. So, dear Lord, we just thank you for this day. Thank you for all the men in the house, the men that chose to be here. And whether in-house or online, we just thank you for them taking the time and and uh, putting you first, God, and just starting their week out right. And uh, we just lift this day up to you. We commit this day and all the things said in it. And we just pray that the words here today would speak to every man here in the way that they need to hear. In Jesus' name, amen. So the title today is The Temptation Test. Have you felt like you're being tested? You wouldn't know it by looking outside, but it feels like life has been turned up the heat and the tests are getting harder. Well, you'd be right. 1 Peter 4, 12-13 says, Dear friends, do not be surprised at the fiery ordeal that has come on you to test you, as though something strange were happening to you, but rejoice inasmuch as you participate in the sufferings of Christ, so that you may be overjoyed when his glory is revealed. Maybe you're hungry for achievement, thirsty for recognition, even a little bit weak when it comes to the desires of the flesh. There may be needs or promises that you are believing for that haven't quite happened yet. We're stepping into God's promises, but with that comes problems, or as we like to call them, opportunities. As men, there are many things that we struggle with, prosperity, pride, and wanting to prove our position. We know we were created for more, to do more and become more. But what happens when the enemy goes after our our identity and how do we pass the test when we go through temptation? So, you know, a couple little things I can share here is, you know, in this season of of just a lot of new stuff. I'm recently engaged. So thank you. So very exciting. And you know, with that comes, there's always, there's temptations. I got a beautiful lady in my life and we're both very excited to get married. And there's, you know, but through uh, just the strength and grace of God, you know, there's things that we're waiting for and then we're excited and happy to wait for. Um, And, you know, another big one that just where I've been, struggling with and tempted in this season is uh, financially and like job wise, um, you know, or one uh, we were still dating, you know, I was uh, laid off and I, you know, so I was kind of struggling with that, you know, wanting to be the, you know, the provider, you know, I want to make sure that I'm, you know, bringing in the, the finances so that she feels secure in, in, in me and in the future. And, you know, and that was a struggle for me to you know, to not put all my identity in that. And, you know, and in that, in that season too, like I wanted to ask her to marry me and, and, you know, like, Hey, where's the money going to come for a ring and, and all these things. And, you know, and I was able to get her a ring that was way out of my budget. And so little of the finances were from me. It was all by the grace of God and through God using brothers in the house. They just blessed me with either envelopes of, cash or, or odd jobs. And, and it was, 
so little of it was anything that I could do on my own, you know, and then even down to, um, you know, I got another job and, and I've got another job lined up and a job in like a year's time lined up now. And just all in the last week, like all kinds of job opportunities and even the wedding venue that we wanted, uh, we got and we got it for free. Yeah. So huge blessings and, and the blessings are still to come. You know, God's not done. You know, um, in Proverbs 18, verse 12 says, before his downfall, a person's heart is proud, but humility comes before honor. You know, and sometimes, you know, when we're in these, you know, opportunities in, in these seasons, it, it's that pride in us that doesn't want to admit, oh, I'm struggling right now. I can't pay a bill right now or whatever it might be. But, you know, when we're able to humble ourselves and just reach out to those that we, you know, trust and love, you'd be amazed how quickly God will work through someone, you know, and, and I'll, I'll quickly share this one too. And I won't give too much detail, but you know, I was struggling just with um, just being able to pay something off. And I reached out to, you know, a group of guys that I trust and within minutes it was covered. Yeah. You know, and like I was down to like, okay, I just got to start putting stuff on Facebook marketplace and just sell everything I can and nothing would sell. And it was like, well, that's me relying on me, not on God. Yeah. So let's read from Matthew 4, how Jesus was tested by the devil and how he aced the test of temptation. So um, I want to get uh, all the men up here. Uh, we're going to read Matthew 4, 1 through 17. So yeah, in Matthew 4, verse 1, it says, Then Jesus was led by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. So point number one in your notes, each test comes with temptation. Growing up in school, did you ever do multiple choice tests? Were you ever tempted to cheat? Did you? <laughs> yeah, I probably did. If so, did you ever get caught? Whether you got caught or not, it's not. Um, how did it make you feel? I can tell you, you probably felt guilty, at least the first time. The sad thing is, the more you sin, eventually you become numb to it. That's a scary place to be. Many people cheat themselves out of blessing by bending or breaking the rules. This is usually tied to a lack of confidence. The truth is, we already have the answers to the test and it is found right here in God's word. But the point of our study is not just to know the word of God, but know thy word. So Matthew 4, 1 through 17. Oh, that's a, <laughs> that's a typo. John 1, 1. In the beginning was the word. The word was God and the word was, the word was good and the word was God. <laughs> I think that was not a typo. <laughs> okay. You can have all the answers and still miss out on a relationship with the anointed. Many religious leaders in the Bible studied and memorized the scriptures. And yet they couldn't see their savior. They got stuck in their own methods and messed their, and messed their meaning in life. Galatians 6, 7 through 8. Do not be deceived. God cannot be mocked. A man reaps what he sows. Whoever sows to please their flesh from the flesh will reap destruction. Whoever sows to please the spirit from the spirit will reap eternal life. It's so easy to glance from the corner of our eyes and over a friend's test and see the boxes that they checked off. When we glance at others and are, 
at what they are doing to cut corners. We cheat ourselves out of our calling. Matthew 4, 5 through 6. The devil took him to the holy city and had him stand on the highest point of the temple. If you are the son of God, he said, throw yourself down. For it is written, he will command his angels concerning you and they will lift you up with their hands so that you will not strike your foot against a stone. What's the highest place that, that you've been taken to the, uh, that you have been tempted to give up serving God and others for self, for self gain? Example, I've seen many men that get involved in serving in the church, starting to prosper and do well. Their businesses prosper, they get promoted at work, and then they get distracted with other opportunities that take them away from the church. They start to work on Sundays, they stop serving in the church and leave holes. Mantles are dropped, but the next man that comes to pick it up will also experience godly success as well as struggle. Verse seven, Jesus answered him. It is also written, do not put the Lord your God to the test. The point two, who is really being tested? When we are weak, there are many, there may be temptation to test God. It's when we start to put ourselves in harm's way to try to force God's hand that we fail the test. I've seen this in many men. It's a cry for attention. We haven't advanced yet. So we think by creating a disturbance and becoming the victim, others will come to our rescue. Don't do it. You'll cheat your way out of God's blessings. If you force his hand, he'll call your bluff. We are all being taught to trust God through the temptation by being obedient. Be patient and you will pass. Force it and you will fail. 1 Samuel 15 verse 22 says, But Samuel replied, Does the Lord delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices as much as in obeying the Lord? To obey is better than sacrifice and to heed is better than than the fat of rams. The word heed means to listen and follow. In this case, Christ would have been testing his heavenly father. Verse eight. Again, the devil took him to a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms, the world and its splendor. All of this I will give you, he said, if you will bow down and worship me. The so point three, the final temptation is not knowing the truth. Jesus answered, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. John 14, 6. We fail the test if we bow down to the frame and fortune, to the fame and fortune instead of serving our heavenly Father and others. Jesus said in Matthew 20, 26, but among you will be di- but among you it will be different. Whoever wants to be a leader among you must be a servant. Philippians 2, 3 to 11. Do nothing out of selfish, selfish ambition or vain, conceit. But in humility, consider others better than yourselves. Each of you should look not only on your own interest, but also the interests of others. Your attitude should be the same as that of Christ, who being in the very nature God, do not consider equal uh, equally, but God, but with God, something will be grasped. But made himself nothing, taking the very nature of a servant, being made in human likeness. And being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient to death, even death on a cross. Therefore, God exalted him to the highest place and gave him the name that is above every name. 
that the name of Jesus, every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth. And every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God, the father. Whether we go after our own thing, we, when we go after our own thing, we miss the truth. There are three tests that we all face. And that is lust of the flesh, the temptation Jesus faced with the, uh, with the flesh. Satan used Jesus' hunger to try and force his hand instead of trusting in his heavenly father. The second one is lust of the eyes. When we focus on personal gain, we miss the message of the gospel. When Satan took Jesus up to the high point and showed him everything that uh, the world had to offer, he was trying to get him to look and lust after the things of this world instead of what his father had to offer him. Jesus knew the path of righteousness would be paved with suffering to the point of the cross, but because of the joy set before him, he was able to. He was able to endure. And the last one is pride of life. Signs of struggling with pride. We start to do things on our own instead of with others. We feel the need to post it to prove it. We are less open to wise counsel. How do we overcome this? Proverbs 19.20, listen to advice and accept discipline. And at the end, you will be counted among the wise. So which test have you been taking? A, B, or C, or all of the above? I think we all can agree we all struggle with all of them at some point. For everything in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life comes not from the Father, but from the world. 1 John 2.16. None of these tests are from God. Remember, the devil tempted Jesus, and he is tempting you. It's always test. Don't be tempted to cheat and miss Christ. Go to his word and wise counsel before going back to your own way. Many men are risking godly relationships because they, put, they are putting themselves before God and others. Jesus said to him, away from me, Satan, for it is written, worship the Lord your God and serve him only. Next time you are tempted to take one of Satan's tests, tell him where to go. Know where Jesus is calling you. When you are feeling weak, remember what is written in his word. Know that we were created in his image and are led by his spirit, not for the self gain, but for the glory of God. When you know whose you are, you'll understand really who you are. Everything Jesus went through was for you and me. Live a life of sacrifice, lay down your life for his church, and you'll discover your call. I am the man I am today because I lay down my life for Jesus and his church. I've passed the test. I've passed the temptation test because I carry my cross for the calling. The greatest reward for passing the test isn't riches, it's relationship. But my takeaway is I've passed the temptation test because I carry the cross in my calling. And if I can leave you with a verse here, it's Corinthians 10, 13. No temptation has overtaken you except what is common to mankind. And God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. But when you are tempted, he will also provide a way out so you can endure it. So, um, yeah, I don't know if there's anything that stood out to anyone here. I'd like to get maybe just a couple stand out. Either in-house or online.
Freaking... Yeah. Okay. All right. James. Yeah. I heard a preacher say this. I don't think it originated with him, but uh, if you want a testimony, remember every testimony requires a test. You know, I don't know how many times I've been in the church a long time. I bet a number of you have been in the church a long time. Some of you are new to church. But if you've been in the church a long time, right, Derek, you've heard a lot of testimonies, right? People stand up here or somewhere with a microphone and say, I want to tell you what God did for me. We all applaud those. Sometimes we get goosebumps. Sometimes it's like, wow, that's an amazing, you have an amazing testimony. But, you know, they went through a test to get to the point where they could stand up with the microphone and say, God delivered me. God saved me. God healed me. God prospered me. God blessed me. You went through a test recently, and you and I was one of those people who received your Facebook message, and I encouraged you because I didn't have money to give you, but I had a declaration of faith, so I joined with your faith, and I was blessed to hear how men stepped up to help you. You know, um, men, I want to encourage you with this thought that we don't want tests, but we want testimonies. So when you're tested, sometimes you got to look beyond the test and say, this is leading to my testimony. This struggle I'm going through right now is worth it. It's worth it. Because you got to stand up today and, and encourage us and say, the men of this house stepped up and blessed me. And it was awesome to hear that. But you probably had a moment where you might have felt a little bit of worry come at you, a little bit of insecurity, like, can I, you know, and, and you probably battled with putting that out in public that I, because you're a strong man. We look at you as a competent man, but I have respect for you. And now I get to celebrate hearing your testimony. And so do we all. So I just want to encourage you, men, uh, bring on the tests. Amen. Bring on the tests because we want more testimonies in this house. Amen. Amen. Thank you, James. I got another one, sorry. <laughs> um, so yeah, that was a great message. And one thing that just really stood out to me really quickly was talking about um, temptation to to back out and like, to like um, in a sense of serving. So um, most of you will know that I've served here for a really long time. And in the year of 2019, I was, it was like 18, 19, I was, I had set in my mind that I was done. I'm not serving anymore. I'll still attend the church because I knew I knew God called me to this church, but I, I just didn't want to serve anymore. And it was a pretty nasty mindset, if I'm going to be completely honest. And um, and then there is there's a lot of changes that happened in that year from 2019 to 2020, actually around this time. And um, my position didn't change, but my mindset did. And um, like I was, I was lacking faith, but I also wasn't lacking faith. So it's a little, it's a little weird because I, like I said, I, I didn't want to be involved in anything, but I didn't want to leave because I knew God called me there. So like, I just wanted to encourage any men here. Like if you, if you feel like you're 
um, anywhere in your life where you, you know you should be doing it, but you just really are struggling with the feeling of it. But you, you just, you know that like, I think, I'm, I know God placed me here. It's like, just stay strong, stay um, stay steadfast and just, just keep punching on because he does have a plan. And it may take nine years <laughs> or longer or less, but um, it's it's so worth it. And like like I said, when that happened, like when it was in 2019, when I was I was pretty much like it was almost by the week or the month that I was like, okay, I'm done. My my workload here like probably tripled, and I couldn't be happier. Like it's it's been it's just it brought me it brought so much life into me and it was in such an incredible experience and i know that's the way it should be when you serve it's like you should be it should be joy in your heart and just serving god with all your heart and it is an incredible feeling and i and i know it's hard to feel that sometimes so i just wanted to encourage you man like it's god's got a plan for you and it is it's incredible so just just keep on keeping on <laughs> thank you coach dj I like that one. It reminds me of just red, green. Keep your stick on the ice. <laughs> um, well, I just want to lead you, all the men here, in a prayer. And if you prayed this before, I encourage you just pray it again. Just um, I just want to invite anyone here who has not had the chance to give their life to the Lord. I just want to give you that opportunity. You know, we, you know, here at College Street Victory, we want to give that opportunity every Sunday because. You never know what tomorrow might hold and and you don't want to miss out on that opportunity. So if you could all just bow your head and close your eyes and just repeat after me. So Lord, we thank you for this day. We thank you for everything that you are doing, have done, and will do. Lord, I give my heart to you today. I give you my life, my mind, my body. I ask God that you would forgive me for all my sins. And I receive that grace. I believe that you died and rose again. And I thank you for that sacrifice. In Jesus' name, amen. So I just uh, keep your eyes closed and your heads bowed. But if anyone here prayed that for the first time, could you just give me a thumbs up or raise your hand? Or if you are coming back, you 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 served and you you believed and you, and you fell away for a while, but you're coming back, could you also give me a thumbs up or a wave? Thank you. Something else we do here is we give an opportunity for baptism. Because again, we never know what tomorrow may hold and we never want to miss out on an opportunity. So while we worship here and, and Ethan leads us this morning, uh, if any of you want to be baptized, I'll be standing right over here and I would love to baptize you. Thank you for tuning in today and thank you for continuing to partner with us and for giving so generously to this ministry. If you would like to find out more about how you can partner with us, visit our website at www.wherepeoplematter.church and click the giving link. And don't forget to subscribe and share this with your friends. See you next time.